Fiends and Horror Hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good, how you doing? Good, I'm excited to talk about this week's subject, which is kind of two separate subjects that we're kind of smashing together, because it makes sense. Yeah, so, let's jump right in, we're going to talk about, like, physical media and stuff, and do you find it odd, like, I notice more in, like, horror fandom than anything else, the physical, like, movie collection is more prevalent in that genre than anything else. Oh, yeah. Even just the lore around the physical media in, like, horror is so much more than, like, you get, like, these diehard Fast and the Furious fans, but you don't see them talking about, like, I got the very first Fast and the Furious on uh, VHS, and it's still sealed, and they're taking pictures of it for, like card uh twitter or whatever like you don't see that you see oh my god i found basket case sealed and that's all over horror twitter and whatnot and it has like five thousand likes oh yeah it's it's weird i don't get it but i also like it and i'm a part of it where i i toned down my collecting i was start selling off some stuff and everything make room the one thing i'm still like avidly collecting is dvds and blu-rays and it's actually a really good idea because i know a lot of people that are going straight digital all their stuff's going to be online whatever streaming or just downloading the movies and i can get that for saving space kind of from their perspective i personally have always loved looking at a wall full of movies oh me too i like right now i'm legitimately i have my Shelf is just all horror stuff right above my head right now that I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm currently also, like, working on uh, bringing all of my horror movies up into the podcast room, away from the other movies, which is going pretty good. I got some, like, extra shelves to put VHS tapes on and whatnot, but what I was talking about nice. is um people like, oh, we're just going straight online with our media, which is fine, but... Especially if you don't really care that much about, like, oh, they deleted this scene or whatnot. Because isn't it, like, Disney Plus that um they took off some episodes of The Simpsons or something? I don't know about The Simpsons. I know there was some movie where there was a butt in it and they extended the person's hair. Yeah, where it's stuff like that. the butt. Where it doesn't really matter, but it's also, like, I think there's certain episodes of The Office that they no longer will show on television and whatnot. Or they're, like, pulled from streaming of, well, I have the entire box set, so I have those episodes forever. So in 30 years, when I want to go back and watch, like, some weird scene in a movie or, like, some weird episode, it's not gone forever. I still have it. Exactly. And, look, nothing against, like you said, people who are going digital. Our good friend Brandon, who's been on the show, decided to do that, and I'm very thankful for it because I got three cases of Blu-rays. Yeah, that, like, worked out so awesome for Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Yes. But yes, I was very happy about that. But so, let's get into it. You do VHS, DVDs, and Blu-ray. I don't collect VHS, but I have some. And if I see one that I really like, I will pick it up. But that's mainly shelfware at that point. Right. I just like having it to display it, because I don't even have a VCR right now. Oh, for shame. I know. Where the heck am I going to put it? I don't have room in here. That's when I'm clearing out everything. At first, I thought you were going to say, where am I going to get a VCR? And I was going to say, you can get one at Goodwill for 10 bucks. Uh, I know. I don't know where I'd put it. Because I have two. (laughs) 
No, but like you were saying, like, yeah, I do the VHS tape collecting, which is like, if you look at it, like, objectively, I guess you would say, or whatever, or like outside the bubble of like my own, like, I love VHS, it's really stupid because it's a shitty video quality. The sound is usually shitty. Like, half the time, if they watched a certain scene too many times, like, there's the shower scene in Stripes. I don't know if I've ever come across a VHS copy of Stripes that that scene wasn't, like, worn out because people kept rewinding <laughs> to watch it over and over again. But there's just something – I think it's because I grew up on VHS and, like, Suncoast Video and saving my allowance to go buy Friday the 13th Part 2 on VHS and the counter clerk gave me shit because I'm nine years old trying to buy this and it's an R movie. <laughs> Did he sell it to you, or did you have to get your mom to come in and get it? No, I had. I literally was standing at the counter and went, Mom! And Mom was right there, and she <laughs> walked over, and she was like, what's the problem? I'm like, he won't sell me this movie. And she went, really? And looked at him and went, fine. I would like to buy this movie. And just took it from my hand and placed it on the counter. The guys, it was if looks could kill, but that also goes the other way of my mom was like, how dare you not sell my son Friday the 13th if he wants Friday the 13th. Dude, my little like goodwill thing that I used to do to people is if I was at like a GameStop or somewhere and a kid was trying to buy a rated M game and they wouldn't sell it to it, I'd go up to the kid when he walked out all defeated. I'm like, what game did he want? I'm like, okay, give me your cash. Uh, I go in and buy them their game and give it to them. Yeah, because that's not up to the store clerk. That's up to the parents. Of my parents always let me watch horror movies. Look, I am not this random people's parents like these teenagers I used to do that for. But hey, whatever. But still, there's nothing on Friday the Thirteenth Part Two or like Grand Theft Auto Five that's that horrible. No. Definitely not. Well, I mean, it's maybe. objective. I don't know. You have to look at it for like, okay, we're adults and we know how to like, and even like, okay, you're try, you're 16 trying to buy a video game and they won't sell it to you. You're basically there. Yeah, exactly. So what was the last thing you bought like physical media wise? Oh, well, uh, Greg and I just went to Horror Realm Con 2022 and... Yeah, oh yeah, that was such a good time. My big thing there other than the main other thing that we're talking about here in a minute uh here in a little bit is i wanted to find movies it's specifically vhs tapes last time we went to horror realm con i found one bin of vhs tapes it was like action and a romantic comedy it's like nothing horror adjacent whatsoever this time the very i walk in and turn to the left and there's these two kids i mean i guessing they were like 2021 they're really young and they're selling all these VHS tapes. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is what I was looking for last time. And I'm rubbing the good stuff too. And I thought they already had the good stuff. Like, Oh, the good stuff's on the way. And so there was even more. This table is awesome. Even me as a guy yeah. who doesn't really collect VHS, I even bought something from them. Yeah. Which if you're caught, I love that. Uh, I know we'll get to it in a second, but I love the artwork on the copy that you got of, um, but we went up to the ta table, and they had, like, Jason X on VHS. They had, uh, I ended up buying Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage on VHS <laughs> and Escape from New York. Because Vampire's Kiss was $5, Escape from New York was 3 I'm like, that's actually not terrible for especially the condition that these movies are in. Now, later, like you said, they 
uh, I overheard because some guy came up to the table and he's like, did the new VHS tapes come yet? And they're like, no, not yet. They'll be here in about an hour. And I went, new VHS tapes. And he's like, oh yeah, we're having like the creme de la creme come here in about an hour. So we went back, and as soon as me and Greg walk up to the table, they basically <laughs> place Slumber Party Massacre 2 in front of us. $45. If I didn't already spend enough, I would have got it. Oh god, if I... No, I wouldn't. That's not, I'm not kidding. But it was awesome. If Honestly, in that moment, I was so starstruck by it, because that's one of the top movies I... Like, VHS movies I want along with brain damage that they also placed out in front of me. And I was like, God, man, you're killing me. Cause I've already spent all of my money. <laughs> I've actually spent more money than I was supposed to. I took cash. I ended up buying something else. Uh, my other movie I got there with a card. <laughs> I got a uh, vampire's kiss on VHS, uh, escape from New York on VHS. And I also got deranged on DVD. Well, bootleg dvd because it's a drive-in movie that's never officially been released on dvd but it's basically the first movie about ed gein not like psycho or texas chainsaw it's about him did you get to watch it yet yes and it is awesome like i won't give much away because i do want to cover it one day but one of the first scenes is ed's mom's dying and she starts like she's a little old lady laying in bed and then out of nowhere, this gusher of blood comes out of her nose. She starts vomiting blood and, like, green shit all over the place. And Ed's, like, he has, like, feeding her with a spoon, and he's trying to spoon it back in her mouth. It's complete <laughs> driving schlock. It's so good. Oh, that'll be fun to watch. Oh, I can't wait. What did you get, man? I got, at that VHS table, I got a copy of The Lost Boys that just... I love it. It just is like the perfectly amount of worn down that it looks fake, like it designed that way, but it's just perfect and just fits the aesthetic of that movie so much that I have on the shelf right behind me now. And you know, Lost Boys is one of my favorite movies, so I was really happy to find that one there. Yeah. For three bucks, mind you, especially. Which is a steal. Oh, yeah. And then on DVD, I got the combo of Reanimator and Bride of Reanimator, yes. which I was very excited about. And I almost bought a DVD of They Live. And I came real close. And then you told me, it's like, well, you've been talking about you wanted to buy Bride or Reanimator, so get that. I'm like, okay, you're correct. Yeah, because since we, like, as soon as we stepped in the con, Greg starts talking about wanting to find Reanimator and Bride or Reanimator. And you wanted actually the triple, so you get Beyond Reanimator, too. I'm not. I don't even know if they've ever released that. They have. They've released Beyond Reanimator on DVD because I found it at Ides during Liz and I's honeymoon. Um. No, but I mean like the triple feature of them. Yeah. I don't think they've ever put them all together. I don't think so because I've never seen it. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I was weak because I had to order socks off Amazon. I'm like I'm getting they live. <laughs> nice <laughs> on, on Blu-ray for cheaper than the DVD was there. Awesome. Yeah, that's, so I was pretty happy with that. That's one then we will definitely have to do in the future as well, because I love They Live. Oh, for sure. So yeah, that was the last ones I got. I was really happy with all those. And yeah, so they all go up on the shelf, which I have my signed movie posters under. Like I got this Friday the 13th Part 7 poster, which we'll get to in a second. American Werewolf 2018 Halloween and Victor Crowley all underneath it. So it just is really cool like having all these like, cool horror movies right above that so that's the shelf they all went on yeah that's one of the things i love about collecting physical media is 
is that is to the aesthetic of it it's almost like walk i want to make walking into the podcast room like walking into a video store of like it's just wall-to-wall vhs and then just movie posters and shit like that like how james wolf has his basement of his basement is literally a video store that's what i want yeah so yeah that's pretty much it what's like what's your favorite that you've picked up recently not necessarily from the con but like is Uh, there a big one you've gotten like not too long ago or anything it's been within the year and it was on our way to a con it was me you and maxwell and maxwell had all of these mystery science theater vhs's that he's had sent me pictures of before and i kept being like i really want those well maxwell very graciously sold them to me and those are my new favorite like well i'd say top five favorite uh new physical medias that i've gotten ever because it, they have their own shelf now on the wall because i just I've, I've seen this shelf i posted the vhs tapes in a mystery science theater 3000 group and it got like hundreds of likes like everyone was like holy shit you got the tapes like in mystery science theater lore these are like the holy grail tapes what movie like were any of the movie standouts that you got with it oh i love so many of them pod people's great i uh, uh, forget what uh, clumpy does such funny things and then there's mitchell or the wow chicka wow chicka wow chicka wow chicka mitchell <laughs> there's also <laughs> the mystery science theater 3000 the movie Oh, nice. But yeah, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's like 10 or 11 VHS tapes in the collection. Oh, cool. How about you? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, and I don't know why, but I was so happy to get it. So, Candyman Day of the Dead, this is mm. kind of recent too, is the terrible third Candyman movie that they never bothered to release on Blu-ray until like a month or two ago. And... I was so excited just because I never thought I'd see that on that, that I bought it and I love it. And it's up on the shelf and it just makes me so happy to see it up there. Okay. I love the like weird off the wall Blu-rays these companies are putting out now. It's like when I saw Texas Chainsaw, the next generation on Blu-ray, I'm like, well, I can't not buy this. <laughs> so, and I'm just so happy when I look at it. Cause I'm like, holy shit, why do I own this on Blu-ray? Like, you should burn it. Oh no, I can't Throw wait. Throw it in the trash. I cannot wait to do that one day. Well, that was also at that VHS booth where they had Texas Chainsaw Next Generation there on VHS for $8. And I was like, ooh. And Greg's like, don't buy that. And I was like, I really wanna. You spend your money on it. Anything else is better. Drop it on the ground and walk away. That's better spend. <laughs> burn it. <laughs> yeah. There's better things to do with it than to buy Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Now, do you have favorite, uh, cause like I collect VHS, DVD and Blu-ray. I haven't gotten into 4k yet. I don't think I'm, I'm de- trying to avoid it, dude. Cause it's just slightly better than Blu-ray. I know some like video file person right now is screaming at their phone or computer. I get it. It's probably a billion times better. Look, I can't tell that much of a yeah. difference. I'm sick with Blu-ray. Yeah, my eyes are like at the point now where like VHS anymore looks good. You know, so it's and it's also just one more thing of like I don't want to buy the Friday the Thirteenth series for a fourth time. I have it on VHS, I have it on DVD, now I have it on Blu-ray. I don't need it on 4K. 
Dude, I resisted Blu-ray for a while, too, because I didn't want another format. And I'm still picky about what I will buy on Blu-ray. I'm still mostly DVD and VHS. But, like, the um, Friday the 13th uh, Collector's Deluxe Edition that uh, Scream Factory put out a year or two ago. I was like, yeah, that I the thing I almost... I come so close to stealing every time I'm at your house. <laughs> that thing, like at the very beginning of the podcast, I was putting down about like, oh, why would people need this on this format too? And then two months later, I bought it myself. <laughs> what was the question? I think I got oh. sidetracked with it. I was it. Do you have like, oh, oh, that's right. I have collect VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. Do you have favorites of each one? I'm guessing Lost Boys would be your favorite VHS. That, or to be honest, I don't know why that I like this one so much. I have a Carrie VHS that I'm quite fond of, and I can't tell you why. I just really like it. Oh, nice. What, what Did you get it when you were, like, young, and that's the one you came up on? No, I didn't. I got it not terribly long ago. I found it. I think just because that's a movie I really like, too. And I found it in the wild and was just very excited about it. Yeah. Well, that's also something that adds to it, is when you find it in the wild, it's, like, a million times more satisfying. Yeah, I mean, and I'm trying to keep this mainly horror, since we are a horror podcast, but I have Dogma on VHS, which, you know, Dogma is one of those incredibly hard-to-find physical media movies, because it won't stream anywhere. So, I like that for that obvious reason. Um, what else? You said Blu-ray and DVD? Yeah. Man, I don't know if I have too many DVDs that stand out, but I'll say, like, the collections mm -hmm. that I really like. I have a Chucky, like, the Complete 7 Movie Collection DVD set, and the cover is just my favorite thing, because it looks like the doll box is kind of lenticular and everything like yeah. that. So I'm a big fan of that one. And man, I don't know about Blu-ray what my favorite would be. Uh I mean, I have my Bloody Valentine steelbook, but that's not my favorite. It's just cool because it's a steelbook, I guess. Yeah, those are always so cool looking, like the artwork on them. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It, I'm really not sure if I have a favorite Blu-ray. Maybe Toxic Avenger, just because it feels uh. like a movie that shouldn't exist on <laughs> Blu-ray. Or Troll 2. Don't you have that on Blu-ray? I do have Troll 2 on Blu-ray, yes. Well, I'm, yeah, that might be it. What about you? I'm saying my favorite VHS movie is my original copy of Friday the 13th Part 6, because that was my very favorite Friday the 13th growing up, and it still is now. It's the one I watched the most. Like, you basically can't watch this VHS tape anymore, or let alone really handle it a whole lot, because the box is all fucked up. Uh, the tape is all, like, I was talking about the shower scene with Stripes. That's almost the entire tape. Because I watched it so many times. Um, Dude, that was my Lost World of Jurassic Park tape. I, it was basically broken. Yeah. By the time I got rid of it, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Um, favorite DVD is the uh, two-disc ultimate collection of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, that Dark Sky Films put out. It's the uh, gold metal case, and it has all like really great behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, so many documentaries, hours of behind-the-scenes stuff. And I also found this at a thrift store for $2. Holy shit. So that's my favorite DVD ever, because the, the box actually has, like, weight to it. And it's just, like, impressive-looking. Uh, on that note, real quick, I'm going to need horror fans to leave thrift stores alone. Because... I swear they're the only movies that move at thrift stores anymore. Yeah. And I'm getting tired of everyone else noticing this now and getting in there and getting everything before me. 
Okay, to the point where uh, it was a couple weeks ago, I went to Goodwill, and they had a VHS copy of Halloween, and I already own it, but the version that I own is the uh, special edition VHS, where the TV where scenes... Siblings. Yeah, where the TV scenes are edited in, where it's the TV version. That's the version I grew up with. Now I finally have the actual just Halloween version. So it, people like you are the problem buying multiple copies so I can yes. never find anything. And speaking of that, I also found it's there's weird like a D it was Blu-ray and it's the creeping terror and the creep behind the camera, which is basically about the making of the creeping terror and about how much of a scumbag this guy was and like misogynistic and like he was just horrible to his actors and stuff. It's like Ed Wood if it was like the mirror universe version of Ed Wood that has like a goatee and is evil. So bizarro Ed Wood. Yeah. And then the, my favorite Blu-ray I already mentioned was the Friday the 13th box set. I just love it so oh, much. Great. I'm touching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of cool finds and we mentioned this movie earlier, don't you have the, didn't you find the my bloody Valentine, the 2009 version that still had the 3d glasses in it and everything. Yeah. I also found that a goodwill. And when I opened it up and I saw it still had the 3d glasses, I was like, Oh, I need this just for that alone. So like, I can't wait to, uh, at some, I haven't watched it yet. I watched the original one, which you guys know if you listen to the episode with Razor Rob, check it out. But I cannot wait to watch 3D probably next year around Valentine's Day. Dude, what's so cool? Because like it's like a time machine. Because don't the aren't the glasses like advertising a Saw movie coming out oh, and everything? Yeah, I have it right here. Let me. See. I think it's like Saw Four or something is on the back. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Saw Six. And theaters everywhere, October 23rd, 2009. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's like a little time capsule. I love that one. And that's even like inserts and stuff in DVDs and Blu-rays. They're just cool. Like if I pick up one that I bought when it just came out and like see whatever they're advertising and stuff in there, which is kind of becoming a lost art, but once in a while you still get it. I like just seeing that stuff again. Yeah, I love it when there's even just like you said, like inserts of advertisements in there because so many times I'll open it and there's just the disc in there. And I'm like, oh, I liked it when like oh, the best one I think I've ever seen is the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came with like an envelope of like crime scene photos. I have it. Really? Yes. Damn, that's fun I'm fucking looking out for. You're saying you're eyeing my Friday the 13th box set. I'm eyeing that from now on. <laughs> I'm going to text Anna be like, hey, call Greg into the other room real quick. <laughs> Dude, uh, it, was a, it was a thrift store find, though. It doesn't have everything in it. Oh, but still even like, I love how it opens up and it's like the giant chainsaw, chainsaw blade. Yeah. Is there anything like that's on your grail list that you haven't gotten? Like that oh, you're always on the hunt for besides well, that? 100%. Um, VHS wise, it's, and it sucks because I just saw it like right in front of me a week ago. It's brain damage I want so bad. But you look on eBay and it's like $25, $30 for the goddamn VHS. And I'm like, I don't want to pay that much for a fucking VHS tape. That's where I saw that they had it for 15 and I even told the guy, I'm like, that's a really good price. It's a lot more online. And you're like, shut up, don't tell him that. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I don't have money. <laughs> and uh, also Slumber Party Massacre 2 on VHS. So that's actually mine too, not on VHS, but on Blu-ray there is a, I'm so mad I didn't, I don't have this. <laughs> There's a collection, a Blu-ray double feature of Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3. Yes. And 
it's like two hundred dollars on the aftermarket. Holy is shit! On the cheaper end, you can. I just I'm like, dude. I just want these movies. Like, I don't even yeah. care. Like, I'll buy a bootleg. Even like, I just <laughs> want these. I'm like, I don't care about like the collector edition or anything. Just give me something. Yeah, I'm... but yeah, because let's be honest. Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3, and I'll even put the reboot in there, are way more fun than the original. Yeah. And those are the ones, aside from the reboot, because that's a new release, that are hard to find. Yeah, because me and Greg saw Slumber Party Massacre 1 at a drive-in, which you would think would be a little bit more elevated. And even we were kind of looking at each other, being like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> why isn't he dancing? Yeah, like, why didn't you show part 2? <laughs> Boo! Buzz, buzz! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's probably my big grail i've been like looking out for and one day i'll find someone who doesn't know what they have and i'll get it like hopefully a yard sale or something yeah that's the best when they're like it's like a nine-year-old lady they don't know what they have and it's like it's a dollar it's like thank you old lady i will rip you <laughs> off <laughs> That's how I got Elvira's Haunted Hills was at a yard sale. Oh. That, that one's a hard one to find. Not anymore. I think they just finally released it on Blu-ray not long ago. But for a while, that was a hard one to find. I still really need to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I'm an idiot when you ask my favorite DB. Can I change whatever my answer sure. was? Return to Sleepaway Camp, the <laughs> blockbuster copy that I have. Yes. So, Return to Sleepaway Camp's a hard-to-find one to begin with. I have the Blockbuster rental version that has a sticker on the front, and the inside of the case is embossed with a Blockbuster, and I just love this DVD so much. Yes, that's my answer for favorite DVD. That I love that, because Greg let me borrow that DVD to watch Slumber, Return to Slum, uh, Sleep... What the fuck? Return to Sleepaway <laughs> Camp. <laughs> and I'm not cutting that. Leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a hard time returning that movie for that reason of like, number one, it's hard to find. Number two, you have the blockbuster rental one, which is even all more cool. I love it. That's definitely my favorite DVD that I have. That's like my uh, VHS copy of Bride of the Monster from uh, the video rental store video yesteryear, which <laughs> I got this on uh, eBay and it's the and this is also the original copy because it has all the be kind rewind stuff on it it's also a heavier vhs tape than later ones so you know this is like a much older version before it was mass produced as much and everything yeah it's video images presents a video yesteryear recording <laughs> holy shit the thing's awesome yeah but it even smells like the 70s like I'm a firm believer on, like, old media smell. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we talked about the con a lot. Do you want to tell your finally story? Yes. So, uh, Horror Realm Con, the last time me and Greg went there, uh, Kane Hodder was supposed to be there, but he ended up canceling for, I forget why, but CJ Graham replaced him, which it was really awesome to meet CJ Graham. And I love part six. It's my favorite of the Friday movies, but my favorite Jason, since I was nine years old, so this is going on 20 years is Kane Hodder to the, oh, yeah. to the point, like we said on episode number five, but I'll tell the story again, really quick is well <laughs> well i'll tell it as like in with the story this time so okay me and gray i have this giant uh 
Jason Goes to Hell standee I've had for 20 years. I got it for my ninth birthday. And it's Kane Hodder, of course, because it's from Goes to Hell. So I'm walking through the con with this standee, and I ha- asked Greg to hold it for a second while I went to the bathroom. I come back out, and he's like, five people have asked me about this thing. Oh, I had to explain it like ten times. Like, oh, it's from Jason Goes to Hell. It's really old. It's not even mine. And so we go, uh, the first time we went in, he was just about to do his photo op. So we didn't meet Kane right away. Um, We did end up meeting David Naughton from American Werewolf in London, which he was really funny and a nice guy. Oh, he was great. I got a poster signed by him and (laughs) he was signed and everyone's like, do you just want me to write a quote from the movie? Everyone's like, yeah. He's like, beware the moon, things like that. Stay off the moors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what about me? like, can you put the world's famous, the world famous balloon thief? Because that's my favorite scene, <laughs> and he graciously did. We got our picture with him, which you can see on our Twitter or whatever. Yeah, you could definitely tell he got like a little like chuckle out of that of like, oh, at least I get to write something different this time. Yeah, I even love nice, but yeah, I even love where he's like, is balloon with two L's? And I, we were both like, I don't know. I Google have to Google things to spell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was real nice. That made me happy because I realized he must not write that one a lot then. Yeah, which um, I love the two, the one picture we took with him. And he's like, I think I was making a funny face there. Don't post that one. We posted that one. Um, Did we? Is that the one we posted? I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and Sorry, David. No, no, it's, it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> um, And then we walked around the con. I spent way too much time at the kids VHS table where they almost called security. And then, uh, Kane Hodder was back real quick. Those kids were legit. Yeah. Like awesome. Like they knew their stuff too. And I'm not saying like, cause I wasn't alive when these movies came out, but they are even far more separated than we were from it. And it was nice. Like actually talking to them and knowing their shit and everything. Like not like we were testing them. I wasn't being that guy, but like, it was cool getting to talk about these movies with someone else, like especially younger. So like, okay, good. People still like these. Like I said, the Let's Buzz song from Slumber Party Massacre 2, and they knew what I was talking about. Yeah, so it's nice to see people still like this stuff. But um, Even if our demographics don't say the younger people listen to us, apparently they're out there. Yeah, yeah. come on VHS guys, listen to us. I should have dropped them, like, written our information on a piece of paper, and been like, here's our card. And they're like, this is a post-it note. (laughs) But Kane got back from his photo op, so we went inside the celebrity room, and it's like right there's Kane Hodder who's now he's in his seventies. He's looking a little bit older. He still looks tough as shit. Um, and it's like, Holy fuck. Like, I can't believe I'm this close to this guy. I like, it's been 20 (laughs) years. So we get, we pay the nice lady to meet him and you go first, which I'm always make you go first with any of this stuff (laughs) to test to see how the people are. And also, if you ever notice guests on this show, I'm the one who has to email them. Oh, yeah. Brett will give me names to email, but it's me communicating. I'm too nervous to do it myself. <laughs> but uh, Greg went through, because Greg's met him once or twice before, I believe, right? Once before, yes. So, and uh, tell him the Greg story about the uh, autograph. I go up to, like, okay, what's the name making it out for? I was getting this Friday the 13th Part 7 poster signed, and... I'm like, Greg, and I spell it out, G-R-E-G. And he stops, he goes, you ruined my Greg joke. He goes, I always ask with one G or two Gs, so G-R-E-G would be one G, G-R-E-G-G would be two. He goes, 
And then when they say one, I write GRE because it's Greg with one G. And I said, I know because I've met you once before. And ever since then, anytime I get something signed by someone, I say, Greg, G-R-E-G. <laughs> ever since then. Which is. But yeah, so he was re- really nice and he got a chuckle out of it. And I mean, he probably tells these stories a thousand times oh, yeah. and everything, but still really cool. Just one gets to talk to Kane Hodder, and two having this awesome thing hung up now. And it, that immediately gave me an icebreaker to go up to Kane because I put up my uh, Jason Goes to Hell standee that even like when I put it down, he's like, whoa, like I haven't seen one of these in a really long time. And then he goes, who do I make it out to? And I'm like, it's Brett with two T's. And he kind of smirked and he was, oh, okay. Like he kind of caught what <laughs> I was doing. You, he gave you that like, okay, smart ass. But like, <laughs> <laughs> the way it looks like stops and stared at you. And then luckily Greg is always good at pushing me to start because I earned that. I would just stare at the man and say, thank you and walk away. Uh, he's like, tell him the story. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you not tell him the story. He's just, oh, thanks. It's really nice to meet you. I've been a fan for a long time. And then he stopped the Tell the story! <laughs> I'm like, do the roar! <laughs> yes! So, the story <laughs> is, if you haven't listened to episode 5, which, shame on you. Um, Please don't. Don't listen to, like, the first <laughs> six episodes. No. They're so bad. They, I've... Dude, when people tell me, oh, I checked out your podcast, I'm like, Please tell me it wasn't a single-digit episode. Anything else is fine. Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't... Like, could I... I wish I could just delete those, but they need to stay up for historical reasons. Exactly. But the episode five story is when I was nine years old, I loved Kane Hodder. I loved the Friday the 13th movies. I Google Kane Hodder's address, and I just throw that in Google, and an address pops up. And so my nine-year-old brain goes, that must be the Kane Hodder. So I I draw in crayon Jason Voorhees standing at the lake, holding a severed head with blood dripping from it. (laughs) And put and write a little letter about how much I enjoy his Jason, and would you please sign this and send it back to me? Of course, I never got a response because ninety nine percent chance that was not Kane Hodder, the real Your one. Favorite thing is some poor man opening his mail. A letter from a child, like written on the envelope, opens it, and it's a man in a hockey mask holding a severed head, <laughs> dripping blood, and like sign it. Like, oh God! It's like a threat. It's like, I'm surprised I didn't just get it back just in case. (laughs) (laughs) So I tell Kane Hodder this story. And at first he's signing the standee. And then he stops and he's actually listening to the story. And he starts like, he's kind of got a smile on his face and he's actually listening. And then he goes, what could have been me? Do you remember what the address was? And I was like, oh God, no, not at all. It's been 20 years. He's like, it very well could have been me. And I went, no, no, no. There's no way the Kane Hodder's address would be on the internet. He's way too famous. And he's like, not really. <laughs> like, he was very, like, grounded and whatnot. He's not like an atheist. You should have yelled at him, then why didn't you send it back? Yeah. I thought about for a split second, but I'm like, this is going way too well. Don't ruin this, Brett. <laughs> so I get to, I tell him that um, story. He's got a, he liked the story, which I was hoping for. It wasn't just going to be one of those, oh, okay, here's your thing, bye. But he mentioned, like, I think once again of, like, yeah, this I haven't seen one of these standees in a long time. 
And then he's uh goes back to signing it, and there's like a split second of like dead air. And I go, Oh yeah, my first R-rated movie was Jason Ghost uh, uh Jason X. He goes, Oh nice. He's like, This is from Jason Goes to Hell. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> You're like correct. I know your work. It's like, how <laughs> dare you, sir? You're on my chest. I have a tattoo of Jason. <laughs> like, which I that is one thing I was planning on showing him my tattoo. But I had way too many other things going on, and I completely forgot. Well, also, he probably sees that all the time. Like I remember humble brag thing. My old band got to open up for Doyle from the Misfits. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll show my Misfits tattoo. And then I looked around, and I counted, like, 30 Misfits <laughs> tattoos around me. I'm like, yeah, there's no point. Yeah, everybody here has one. <laughs> yes. But, um... Kane could not have been any nicer. Then we got to take a picture with him. I got to sit right beside my hero. Like I, there's like two or three people that I needed to meet before, like I died or they died. And it was Kevin Smith, which we met him just before the heart attack. So we kind of just squeaked that in. Luckily he survived. Kane Hodder was another one. And my thing with Kane was I'll never meet him. He's never, he's barely at cons around my area. He's getting older. Who knows how much longer he's going to do cons, period, you know? And I was like, it's never going to happen. The fact that a week ago I got to meet Kane Hodder, I'm still a little bit on that high. I'm glad. I was just, not just as excited to meet Kane Hodder, but excited for you to get to meet Kane Hodder even more for. Yeah. Which, I was like, oh, this is a great thing to do for the guy who didn't invite me to meet Joe Bob with him. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, But then, yeah, he shook my hand. Like, I got to touch Jason. It was just awesome. And then we... Dude, your point about people talking about that standee? Tiffany Sheppis was even asking you about the standee. You yeah. even at her table. She's asking you about it. Because you were meeting... I'm, I forget what her name is. Tina from... Laura Park Lincoln. Uh, Tina from Part 7. Part yeah. 7, yeah. And Greg was meeting her, so I was just kind of standing there. And I hear off to my left, Oh, what's that standee of or what? It was... She asked something. I look up and it's Tiffany Sheppis. I was like, Oh, shit. So I told, tell her the whole story, too, but kind of an abridged version. She thought it was hilarious and whatnot. Oh, that's another thing I told Kane. It was like, because I was showing him all the repairs I've had to do to the standee over the years. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because I used to play with this. It would be the adventures of Brett and Jason. It would be me and him versus people where I'm playing with the standee. And that's why his machete's held up by tape and wood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the con was really fun. I, I guess I got the David Naughton to sign an American Werewolf poster and Kane and Laura Park Lincoln to do the Friday 7 poster. So that was cool. And like I said, just so much cool stuff there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Laura Park Lincoln was really nice as well because it's one of those things of like the the at these cons, the celebrities always have the handler of like they're in charge of getting people in and out and taking the pictures and doing the money. It almost seems like this handler was like, kind of per- like not mad but perturbed at like why are you spending so much time with these people cuz she took like a few pictures of us and then the handler was about to be like okay pictures are done and but then Laura's like no I want to tilt my head towards him because I tilted my head towards the other guy and the other ones and you almost saw her like yes. roll her eyes of like it doesn't fucking matter like but to us it does you can see my bandaged up finger in that picture because <laughs> I have stitches on. I have a big band-aid on my finger. You can also see me squatting like I'm taking a shit because I didn't have a table. 
Oh, because I didn't have a chair, yeah. and her coffee was like right at my feet. So I was like, "Don't move." <laughs> Can you imagine you fall down from holding the squat and oh, knock God. over the coffee? Honestly, my legs started to tremble. Where I'm like, "Lady, take the picture." <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, back to physical media thing. Unless you had anything else on the con, I think no. that pretty much summed it. Yeah, that was my big Kane story. I can die happy now. I've met two of my heroes. I don't know who else I have to meet anymore. Okay, well, here's my question, because this is the thing that bothers me. Maybe you can help guide me in some of this. Okay. So, what do you do when you have things that don't line up correctly? Uh, I guess I'll put it this way. So, I have Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 together, like a Blu-ray set of both of them. Right. And then I have Evil Dead the remake, Mm -hmm. and I have Army of Darkness, and I have Ash vs. Evil Dead. How the hell am I supposed to store this correctly on the shelf? I always do it by release date. Okay, so I do the collection of the two, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, then Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. But that feels weird separating Ash from the other Ash movies. It does, but whenever, because my fucking OCD will go off, and I'll be like, no, but that's not in the right order that they were released. Okay. And then, what do you do for collections and singles? If you have something, because like, I have The Lost Boys on VHS, DVD, and then DVD collection with the two so-so sequels. Yeah. What do I do with this? My VHS tapes always have their own area. They're super special. Yeah, but I would say, like, if you had, like, a collection and a singular, what do you do? Oh, um, well, I would, like, you have Lost Boys 1, and then you have the sequels. I would just yeah, put them well, in that I have order. Lost Boys 1, and then Lost Boys and the sequels. Well, I would always, well, yeah, I would always put the single, um, in front uh, unless yeah. it's like a thing where you have Jason X, but the other ones on like there's an eight pack disc set. Then I would put that after. I always just put it in order. Okay. Yeah. This this is helpful now. I've spent way this, too much this time. It's bothered me for a long time. Well, because also like, do I alphabetical the rest of them, or like, do I try to space it out? Like, because I've no, I'm not even getting into all that. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to do it. Because I kind of have this all mishmashed together, except for, like, series are together. Or but like if I don't have them in alphabetical otherwise. If you're doing them in alphabetical, like, think about the Puppet Master movies. There's Puppet Master, you have all those in the P's, but then there's Retro Puppet Master. So that one's going to be off by itself. Well, then I have this, like, Puppet Master and Killjoy collection that are, for some reason, in the same case. Where does that go? Exactly. No, it's like some of these, and also, like, I have my Godzilla Blu-ray box set uh, from a couple years ago where it's, like, the Toho years of, like, the 50s through the 70s. And it's really awesome and cool looking, but the thing is not the size of a normal Blu-ray thing. It's, like, this giant book. It's, like, two feet long by, like, a foot. It's like all the DVD, all the Blu-rays are like just laid out. It's not like they're stacked on top of each other. It's like a just normal DVD case, but they made it the size of all of these movies can have their own individual area. Yeah, I love and hate that. Yeah, it's really cool, but it's also like now this doesn't line up if I want to like actually put it like DVDs and Blu-rays go. So it's actually just like set up special so you can see like the front. I gotcha, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I have. Um, 
Yeah, I'm glad horror people are so into this stuff, except for when it makes Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3 cost $200. But other than that, I'm glad this is like a weird little thing that seems to continue in like the horror community. Yeah, I love the physical media collection. It seems like also like, uh, it's like the harder core stuff it seems physical media people like. Because I had a bunch of cassette tapes I sold on a Facebook market, on a Facebook group. So I joined a cassette group for it i don't really care about cassette tapes but on there all you ever see is rap and like metal and punk oh yeah well that's even like movies like and this this isn't even putting it down because i love this but let's say friday the 13th i can find a million copies of friday the 13th before i find a copy of Candyman 3 you know what i mean right like, that's why I think it it's, like, extra special or return to sleepaway camp from, like, 2008 or whenever that was. Like, it's so much harder to find that kind of stuff compared to the big name stuff. Yeah, and it's, a, it's just so satisfying when you walk in a store into a con and you see it setting there. I could easily go online right now and order brain damage on VHS, but I want that feeling of, I got it. Even if it's two yeah. years from now, I would rather wait the two years and get it in person than order it online. I will order certain things online that I just don't really, oh, I just want this in my collection or whatever, that I don't really care about too much. But certain Holy Grail ones, I'm like, I'm waiting on this. Yeah, like, also, physical hunts becoming harder and harder for me where I live. Our Walmart just pretty much wiped out their whole physical section, except for, like, an end cap pretty much now. Oh, yeah, our Target, uh, half of their movie section is gone now. Yeah, it's it's getting harder and harder. Then I mean, we still have FYE in your town when I'm out there, but they apparently add a seventy percent gratuity charge on every like oh, item God. that they sell there. Like I, they had brain damage on Blu-ray there for like forty dollars. You can go on Amazon, which I tried to stay away from Amazon, but you go on there and it's like fifteen dollars. It's like, of course, yeah, I'm gonna go with the much cheaper version. Even though I love going into FYE and looking at the physical media, I would find myself several times of like Googling, like, is it cheaper on eBay? It's cheaper on eBay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's all I think I got. Yeah, that's all I got. I was just, I was super excited to be able to talk about VHS tapes. Oh, yeah, I figured so. I'm like, it'll be a fun episode topic for us to just ramble about this stuff for a while. Yeah, good idea, Greg. Oh, thank you. Well, unless you have anything else, man. No, that's it. All right. Well, we hope that VHS tapes have left your brain throbbing with horror.